Welcome to the next podcast in the series Teaching Humanity Remotely with Dr. Mindy Shaw. This week it's another little variation on her theme. Dr. Shaw has a media appearance coming up this week on a television station in Washington, D.C., WDCW TV 50, the CW network affiliate in Washington. Reporter Jimmy Alexander from the TV station has done a piece on kids returning to school. And he decided to interview Dr. Shaw as the subject of that piece. They talk about a lot of interesting things. And so the podcast this week is Jimmy Alexander's piece from WDCW-TV in Washington, talking to Dr. Shaw. For the last year, school playgrounds have been empty. And classroom training has been replaced by virtual learning. Hi, I'm Jimmy Alexander. How do we send our kids back to school and help them feel safe? We're going to talk to Dr. Mindy Shaw, author and educator for over 30 years, on how to do so. We need to all just take a nice breath and just consider the fact that when they get back to school in April, it is the first day of school. It's the first day, and we all know parents have sent many children to school on the first day of school. Parents have been nervous with apprehension. Teachers know how to greet those children. And also the children, in some ways, they'll be less nervous because they're looking forward to this so much. They didn't enjoy Zoom the way they're going to be enjoying learning in person. I need to make sure that as a grown-up, I do not project my worries and my concerns onto children. Not every child is going to have concerns. Some children are going to say, hallelujah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here, I'm all right, right? Okay, Dr. Mindy, let's move on to they're now in school, but they don't have mom and dad watching them. How does a parent make sure their kid understands while they're at school how important it is to continue to wear their masks, wash their hands, and to practice social distancing? Well, in the school setting, I think in some ways the child and children might do it better because, you know, like when you're a parent and you uh, your child's is very comfortable being with you and so they're acting out and being their whole self in, <laughs> yes. when, when your child goes to the friend's house and the parents of the friend say you have the most well-behaved child and you're like that's my child are you kidding you know what i'm saying so there's pressure there's social pressures where children um, will be more apt to follow the rules i also think that the school systems are going to be so pressure to be accountable to make sure that they're following those health and safety rules so they can continue to be going to school in person that i'm not sure that's going to be such an issue um could it be an issue let's say at the high school level where kids want to make out in the halls (laughs) you know what Uh, they'll figure it out well we go with mottos hopefully everybody by then will be (laughs) vaccinated you know dr mindy i know that something that's been near and dear to your heart for the 30 years you spent inside the classroom is inclusiveness. I want children to more, more than accept, more than um, you know, tolerate, I want children to celebrate. I want us to be interested in each other and not judge each other because we may look a little different or get around a little differently because really all of that is about being differently abled and it's in sharing our difference our differences and this sounds so you know polyonic but i really mean what the world would be such a better place if we could just understand that it's in our differences that we all get to be more dr mendy i know a lot of grandparents think that having grandkids are easier because when the grandkids are paying 
they can send them home. Uh, but I know with your granddaughter, she influenced you on being an author. My granddaughter was about three and a half years old, and we were walking, seeing the sunset. And she said to me, Min Min, I like the way you speak with me. In my lifetime, I've had a few moments that have been transformative, that have changed my whole life. One was the birth of my child. I was 24 years old. He had spina bifida. I looked at him. I couldn't even touch him. And he just looked at me. He was all eyes. And he was an old soul. And he told me, follow me. I'm going to lead. And he did. And I trusted it. And I knew it. Another time was when, when Olivia, my granddaughter, told me that. What she was saying to me was, Min Min, I hear, even though I'm only three and a half, I hear that you speak with me the way a different, differently than any other adult. When I was in teaching for 30 years, what I felt was missing was a social emotional curriculum that was written primarily for kindergarten through second grade children because they need story. They need repeat, repeat, repeat. They need story. So I decided that I would write nonfiction books that would teach about not to bully, that would teach not to lie, that would teach if you're sorry, change your behavior, that would teach to not feel shame and that the mistake is the learning lesson. So they don't need to spend their energy on erasing, but rather they need to see the mistake as the opportunity to learn something new. That would teach these skills that are really necessary to be contributing members of society. And all these things need to be talked about so that we can teach each other, learn from one another, and grow. And that concludes the piece that's airing this week on WDCW-TV in Washington. DCW50.com is their website if you want to see the accompanying video. When we post the blog for this podcast, we'll put that link up there. It hasn't aired yet. It's actually airing this weekend, but it's on the TV station's website. It's a great little piece on Dr. Shaw, and we appreciate you checking it out this week. Don't forget, her website is learnwithmeremotely.com. All her books, including the new parenting guide, are all there. Again, I appreciate you checking out the podcast each week. We'll see you soon.